Welcome to the Beyond Your Beliefs Podcast. Are you ready to go beyond your beliefs? Welcome back to the Beyond Your Beliefs podcast, where we inspire you to go beyond the boundaries of your beliefs. I am your host, Jerrica. I'm your host, Toya. Welcome Welcome to to the space. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode five is here, and we're super excited because the podcast officially launched today Mm -hmm. (laughs) we did a lot of pre-recording so that we could just be ahead of our content schedule and everything and so yeah it is august 3rd 2022 um so our podcast is a leo baby (laughs) (laughs) i was so excited i was so excited so (laughs) Of course, I mean, if you're on episode five, you are you probably already know where to listen, but we are on Spotify, um, Anchor, and um, Apple Podcasts right now. So please continue to support and tune in um, and definitely make sure that if anything, you check out the introduction episode because that's going to give yeah. you tea on us and getting to know who we are um as individuals um and as your host we definitely have to do like another like get to know us episode because i think people really like that (laughs) (laughs) so in today's episode we're actually going to be discussing some beautifully written toltec wisdom from the book the four agreements by don miguel ruiz um, this book is a life changer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, we looked into this book, like, I won't say at the beginning, beginning of our spiritual journey, but it came right on time. I would say like when we were understanding the more like psychological crossroad with mm-hmm. spirituality, like we ran into this book and it was very, very enlightening, Um, for us. And so the basis of the book is that there are four main agreements in which you can create personal power, you can change your life and essentially transcend the psychological hell that we create for ourselves. And sometimes even the physical earthly experiences Mm -hmm. that we may call hell, you can transcend those by adhering to these four agreements. And the agreements are basically just the things that you accept. And so you therefore agree to um, as a part of your story, as a part of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, he starts out um, introducing himself. He introduces um, his Toltec ancient wisdom and heritage. Um, then he goes into the introduction and he explains like the smoky mirror, which is basically saying that reality isn't always 
what it seems. And mm-hmm. most of the time, it isn't what it seems. It's all smoke and mirrors, basically. <laughs> and um, he does go into talking about the domestication of human beings, which is so funny because when I tell you I've been calling people domesticated lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, like hearing certain I guess, like, point of views and arguments for people. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you realize how a lot of our speech comes from this programming. And that programming is what Don Miguel Ruiz calls domestication. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do want to read um, a portion from the book that kind of explains that domestication because it's basically the foundation for why these agreements work and why they're necessary in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to pick up in this random spot where he's talking about how we are indoctrinated and how we don't choose things. And then um, I'll end it and then we'll go into the first agreement. So he says, it was not your choice to speak English. You did not choose your religion or your moral values. They were already there before you were born. We never had the opportunity to choose what to believe or what not to believe. We never chose even the smallest of these agreements. We didn't even choose our own name. As children, we didn't have the opportunity to choose our beliefs, but we agreed with the information that was passed to us from the dream of the planet through other humans, like our parents. The only way to store information is by agreement. The outside dream may hook our attention, but if we don't agree, we don't store that information. As soon as we agree, we believe it. And this is called faith. Mm -hmm. To have faith is to believe unconditionally. That's how we learn as children. Children believe everything adults say. We agree with them, and our faith is so strong that the belief system controls our whole dream of life. We didn't choose these beliefs, and we may have rebelled against them, but we were not strong enough to win the rebellion. The result is surrender to the beliefs with our agreement. This, I call this process the domestication of humans. And through this domestication, we learn how to live and how to dream. Mm. In the human domestication, the information from the outside dream is conveyed to the inside dream, creating our whole belief system. First, the child is taught the names of things like mom, dad, milk, bottle. Day by day, at home, at school, at church, and from television, we are told how to live, what kind of behavior, etc. The outside dream teaches us how to be human. We have a whole concept of what a woman is and what a man is. And we learn to judge. We judge ourselves. We judge other people. We judge our neighbors. Children are domesticated the same way that we domesticate a dog, cat, or any other animal. And in order to teach a dog We punish the dog and we give it rewards. We train our children whom we love so much the same way that we train any domesticated animal. 
And so he goes on to kind of explain that um, analogy so that you can truly um, comprehend the concept of domestication. And so the four agreements is basically his solution to how we can get out of that, like how we can break the mold. Toya, any thoughts on that or anything you want to add? No, no. No? Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into the first agreement. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. Speak Mm -hmm. with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Toya, thoughts mm-hmm. on be impeccable with your word? Um, yeah, uh, being impeccable with your word. Um, just like we talked about a little bit about the um, law of attraction and manifesting. Um, that is, in a sense, the same you need to be impeccable with your word because you are the creator and Mm -hmm. those things that you're saying good or bad is what you're taking in. Because again, like you said, the agreement, you believe in what you're saying at that time. Mm -hmm. And when you're believing in what you're saying, you're putting power to that word. So your words can build you up or tear you down, but it can also build up or tear down the person that you're communicating with. Mm hmm. <clears throat> and yep. that's and so it's very very important to be mindful of the yes. things that you say and and but still speaking your truth right right <laughs> that's the thing speaking your truth and in speaking your truth sometimes um it's not going to be recept- received by everyone but it's still your truth <clears throat> excuse me and um that's being true to you that's con- that's when you're being you're being true to you when you speak your truth. Definitely, definitely. And one thing I like that um, Don Miguel Ruiz does in the book is he gets into the etymology of the word <laughs> impeccable. So let's break it down. Okay, so impeccable comes from the Latin word um, peccatus which means without sin. And when you look up the definition of the word impeccable, like in an American or an English dictionary, it's going to say having no flaws. And so if we're taking it from the Latin version of meaning without sin, then to be impeccable means without sin. And he actually goes on to define what sin truly is. And he explains that it's anything that goes against yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you are rejecting who you are, you're rejecting yourself or when you are showing hate to other people, Mm -hmm. both ways, whether it's to you or to others, that is really the ultimate sin. And the terminology that he uses in the book talks about um, how you you can curse other people with your words. Mm -hmm. And so he even goes far enough to explain how by cursing somebody else, you are really cursing yourself. Mm -hmm. And that ties in with 
the fact that yes we're individuals but we're also a collective we're mm -hmm. all one so as toya mentioned earlier about how you talk to others what happens if you use your word to spew poison or to spew hate onto somebody else and a ripple effect could be caused that person could then go on to um they could be driving crazy get in a car accident and and die amongst killing the other person that was in the accident with them right all because mm -hmm. they was all wrapped up in their emotions about something you said right like the like you know one of those uh myths of sticks and stones can break my bones with words that never hurt right where words actually destroy people <laughs> <The worst>. <laughs> <laughs> we just really need to shut the hell up <laughs> we we done took speech to a whole nother level okay? uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah and so when you want to attract positive then you speak positive so like Jerica said, it's coming back to you. It's what you're speaking on yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about you hurting the other person. You're hurting you as well. A hundred percent. And energetically, if you go off on somebody and you piss them off enough, when they get home and they are literally directing all of this, energy towards how much they can't stand you mm -hmm. how much they hate you oh i wish they would get hit by a car or oh, mm -hmm. I wish they would die like stuff like that you're going to get affected so really it's the boomerang you know what right. i'm saying the whole mm -hmm. you know everything i say bounces off of me and goes back to you <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is like because now they're concentrating their energy on how you hurt them in some kind of way and some people will act it out physically mm -hmm. some people it it'll be what um don miguel ruiz calls black magic where you just start thinking the worst things about somebody and then energetically all of that is being directed right back to the person who initially sent it out you're mm -hmm. like it's like return the sender for all all my witchy folks Mm -hmm. return the sender you know so it's like you definitely don't even if even if you only want to be impeccable with your word for that reason alone to protect yourself right. like right. watch your mouth just put out what you want to receive yeah definitely definitely so we know that um and you guys have probably i think we may have mentioned it on the podcast already about how in the conversations with god um, Neil Donald Walsh talks about um, creating and how basically that's the whole purpose of us having this human experience is to create. Mm -hmm. And so with Don Miguel Ruiz also picking up on how we use words to create um, and how words are like seeds. I love the confirmation from two different authors in two different mm -hmm. books. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just like <laughs> gold. Um, but I like the fact that he says that, you know, our word is like a seed. And to me, the intention behind those words determines what the seed will be. Mm -hmm. Because you can have apple seeds, you can have watermelon seeds, you can have orange seeds. And we know that whatever you plant, that's what's going to grow. Okay. An right. orange seed isn't going to become an apple seed. Okay. So you can bury apple seeds is going to produce a apple tree, not an orange tree. Mm 
So I think that if we apply that to this analogy, then the intent behind your words is what's going to produce the fruit. So if you are putting in, you know, evil seeds, malicious intent, things like that, that's exactly what's going to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And so by being impeccable with our word, we're speaking with that integrity. So we're protecting other people and we're protecting ourselves. Anything else on that, Toya? I think, um, no, nothing on that. But, well, you know, it (laughs) being impeccable with your word ties into the next agreement. Okay, okay. Uh So before we jump into the next Mm -hmm. agreement, I do want to say that um, he does give a solution to how you can break the agreements um and he's he says basically the truth you know the truth Mm -hmm. will set you free so he explains in the introduction about how only it only becomes an agreement once you have accepted whatever was spoken to you um if you don't accept it you forget about it but it's the acceptance that does the programming Mm -hmm. so Basically, in order to counteract um, bad speech or hateful speech, you need to tell yourself another story, which is more aligned with truth. So if you grew up with a parent that was constantly saying mean things to you or, you know, oh, you're stupid, you're never going to be anything, oh, you're fat or, oh, you're too skinny or, you know, you why can't you be more like your brother? Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you be like that kid, etc.? You're going to have to cancel out those agreements and replace it with truth. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought of when I saw that part in the book was I was thinking about affirmations. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's going to allow you to transcend the hell that you've been in ever since you made those agreements. Um, And so begin to tell yourself a new story. Begin to think about what agreements, what programming have you accepted? And which ones maybe you accept unknowingly because... As he stated, you know, the indoctrination and the domestication starts at such a young age. Mm-hmm. So you have to do the work. Go go back to last week's episode to um, learn about the unconscious and the subconscious and all that, because we tell you how you can bring those things to the forefront of your mind, bring it into your consciousness and into focus so that you can actually deal with them. Mm-hmm. Because best believe that these agreements are operating even when you are not paying attention to them because they're programmed in there. So you have to direct your energy, direct your focus to those areas so that you can cancel out those agreements and create new agreements with Mm -hmm. yourself that align with your truth. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So um, as Toya mentioned, the first agreement definitely leads into the second. And the second agreement is one of my favorites. I have two faves out of the four. We only going to talk about two today, though. So second agreement is don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. 
Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So tell us about this agreement. Um, don't take things personal. <laughs> That's a difficult don't uh, take agreement. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Look, that's Mama a difficult one. Trying to tell y'all, she 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 was she really it. was <laughs> she really was, but um, you know there when you're dealing with other people, um, it's really their own situations, their own beliefs, their own opinions. It's kind of like uh, Jerick and I was talking today about um, people. And giving you advice and it's just based on their circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you really have to take <laughs> most of the things that people say with a grain of salt. <laughs> because it depends on their, their emotions on that day. And a lot of times it's transferring energy. Yes. Um, if that person, you know, mm-hmm. saying something that offends you. And it also I find where it's a truth that maybe you haven't accepted yet. It's mm. that little that it could be a truth sometimes that they may hit a nerve and you may know exactly what they're talking about, but mm-hmm. then it's it's only it's only because of a situation that they're in. It's yeah. still not really about you. It appears to be about you, but it's still because they're not talking about to you. you. Right. But it's still it's still not about you. And that's one of the things that when when people are talking to us, if we could take a minute to listen and not even agree, because even at this at at an older age, you're still making agreements with people. But mm-hmm. to not even agree with what they're saying. Exactly. Because their point of view comes from their programming. Mm-hmm. Their um, programming it comes from their wounds. So when somebody comes to you and they're like, oh, what you said hurt my feelings, it's like, no, it's not what I said that hurt your feelings. It's that you actually have wounds and what I said probably touched on those wounds Mm -hmm. in some kind of way. So you're essentially hurting yourself by not doing the healing and by Mm -hmm. not um, because you think that I know everything about your life. So how could I be making such personal comments about you? When I don't even know the half. Mm -hmm. But we so easily take what other people say about us over our own experiences as if they know us better than we do. Right. But even when it's friends, though, you know, sometimes in arguments, friends hit below the belt. It's still not about you in that moment. No anger. It's their ego. They want to win. It's more important for them to win the argument than to protect your secret or to protect, you know, whatever was sacred between the two of you. And it's so crazy how you see that, you know, like when relationships are over and stuff. I mean, when I tell you the universal law of polarity, y'all, it's a thin line between love and hate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People, you talk about hitting below the belt. But at that mo- moment, it becomes more about them feeling like they're like they are in control in mm-hmm. that moment, like they hold the power. 
And sometimes people are willing to do that at your expense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you you just have to not, you just have to see through it to see that whatever it is that they did or whatever it is that they said had a lot more to do with what they got going on and a lot less to do with you. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes down to their fears, mm-hmm. or, you know, people project their fears on you. And, um, and even in like most times we think just taking it personal, even when it's and it's not it doesn't have to be an argument. Mm-hmm. It can simply be someone giving you advice and they could actually give you the wrong advice. Based um, on how they feel in that moment. Exactly. Based on how they feel in that moment. And so that's one of the things Miguel said in the book. Um, he, I like that he um, pointed out, he said, whether you say something good, good or bad, he doesn't take it personal because it's based on your emotions for that day. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of hold people to, we hold people to their words um, a lot. Mm-hmm. when it, it's it can be they're hurting about the same thing that they're accusing you of or even wanting to do or be yeah and <laughs> may not have the courage to be more like you it's a lot mm-hmm. of reasons you know that hurt people hurt people now i do i do agree with that one i, mm-hmm. I agree with that little cliche <laughs> <laughs> Hurt people do hurt people because you're just playing a a game of projection tennis, like mm-hmm. just bouncing it back and forth <laughs> because ain't nobody doing no healing. And at some point, somebody's got to be like, all right, let's just call it a truth. Like enough is enough. Like because it's going to keep going. Yeah, but it's the one. It's the unsolicited <laughs> advice <laughs> for me. I can't. But why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And so even with that, it still can be toxic. And <laughs> because they be thinking now, when it be the unsolicited advice, they be thinking they know what's best for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm telling you this because I love you. It's like, um, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Because you're not seeing it. You're seeing it with your eyes instead of seeing it through mine. Like our lenses are different. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the same view. Right. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. That's so true. That's so yeah. interesting. Oh, pe- people. People be people. <laughs> 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 but he goes on to say, too, in the book that um, that you can't even trust the own thoughts that come through your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, because some of those thoughts are results um or manifesting thoughts from your conditioning and see that's what one thing i'm i've even been um being more intentional about is not necessarily giving any opinion or advice you know and i'm coming from a okay do you want to listen or do you want a response because not all not all responses are wanted and, but I do this because I want to be so mindful of what I'm saying, because what I, my advice, you have to stay neutral. Mm-hmm. And so if you're talking to someone that's not mindful of that, they're just talking and it's based off of something that they've experienced or, yeah. um, or something that they haven't even experienced yet, but they are sure 
they're absolutely sure this is how they would handle the situation if it was oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. so um you you just can't you you have to be mindful of those things. Yes. When yes. you're talking it cuz sometimes it's not intentional. Mhm. But the projection of it can make you go in a whole different direction and now you may be upset about the decision the great advice that you was given. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're speaking to someone about things, make sure it's someone that's that that can remain neutral when they're giving you advice and, and not wanting to give you advice based on right. them and where they are right now. Right. But giving you advice based on, you know, taking into consideration of what you're saying you want and what you're saying you don't want. And then you being unbiased and not emotionally attached can give advice based on simply based on what they're telling you. doesn't matter whether you subscribe to it yourself or not. It's simply looking at the situation for what it is and giving your opinion on the best course of action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the part in this chapter where he talks about the matote or basically like the different parts of the mind and how it can be all scrambled. And that's why half the time we don't even know what we want anyway. Um, but he mentions how the the programming in our mind, how there's so many, there's thousands and thousands and thousands upon thousands of agreements that are in our minds mm-hmm. and how each agreement is like a separate living thing. So it has its own personality. It has its own voice. And so with these different agreements, you may have um, circumstances where two agreements may not be compatible and they seem to contradict with each other. And it feels like this war going on in your mind. Right. And that's, and that hinders your manifesting also. Oh, yeah, because it's confusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even know which agreement is the right one, let alone to be able to create. And don't, the doesn't agreement. the Bible speak about that? A double-minded person or something? Which I preach. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you got to pick a side. Yes. Are you going to be uh, um, positive? Yes. Or are you going to be negative? Are you going to yes. agree to the negativity? Yeah, that someone speak on you, and I think that, and then that goes with a lot of us cleaning up the inside of us as individuals. You know, doing the work. It's like you know, like I was speaking to someone, and you know, and I said, you know, it's interesting, you know, how beauty is. You know, it is one of those things that we all see differently mm-hmm. out of you know our different eyes. So if you're feeling bad about a certain part of you. And someone speak on it. Someone can speak on it, and you agree. You you said it, it in a what in a what way? They could say it in a in a friendly way. It can be in a okay. kidding way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you feel that way about yourself already. So then it's easier for you to agree. Oh yeah. So now you're agreeing with them, and now you're feeling bad, and you're taking it personal. Whereas, <laughs> so it's it's a lot of lot of different things, and that's one of the things too we don't consider when we are hanging with our friends and different people we have relationships with. We don't speak the best to them. We don't uplift them. Mm-hmm. 
and they always say every joke has a little bit of truth in it anyway mm-hmm. that's what that's what makes it funny that's that's typically what we're laughing at is mm-hmm. the honesty in it mm-hmm. <laughs> laughing at our pain and stuff but if you haven't even if you haven't dealt with it and don't want to admit it and don't want to mm-hmm. walk in your truth yeah you're you're gonna, gonna it's gonna hurt yeah yes. and that's why we have to do the work to take inventory of our agreements because we need to know what we need to uncover the conflicts that we have in our mind and to get some order out of the chaos that we go through mentally. And that chaos end up, ends up leading to suffering. You end mm-hmm. up suffering because of the beliefs that you have and suffering because of the agreements that you're allowing to run rampant in your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I already put the plug in there, but y'all listen to episode four <laughs> because <laughs> it's going to, it's going to help you. Like we talk about that whole subconscious and unconscious and the, the dangers of not bringing those things into focus. It's not enough to just be um, somewhat aware of your issues. No, like really get in there and and do the work so that you can put all the pieces together and it'll give mm-hmm. you more of a bird's eye view um because you if you you don't you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you're coming from mm-hmm. it's right. like you can say oh i'm gonna meditate i'm gonna heal heal from what what's the inventory what are you dealing sometimes with sometimes you don't even know what's there so you have to get down down to the root of what's even there. Um, I know when I first started meditating, and I meditate a lot, guys, every day for <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> yes. But um, when I first started meditating, I remember that, like um, within that first week, and I was meditating in my and I got really really bad chest pains. My chest was hurting so bad. I thought maybe I was going to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, when I went, you know, to read up on it and figure out what in the world is that? Well, that's trauma. Yeah. Trauma that was built up in my body. And, you know, mm-hmm. we'll eventually talk about the energy in, in your body and yes. how it affects you physically. Yeah. Um, but all of that was causing the tension you know in your neck and um in your the back and everything but I hadn't but I've never associated it with anything that I was holding on to or didn't even remember um I had no clue what I was what the trauma was (laughs) Mm -hmm. at that time so as to what Jericho was saying it's doing the work and getting to know who you are because there are some things that you do and you don't even realize that realize you're doing it. It's so embedded in you. Yeah. So you would have have to do the work to clean everything out to get down to the truth of who you are. Yeah. Hundred percent. And there is freedom at the end, other end of that journey. Um, mm-hmm. And the journey, the healing work, it's not linear, guys. It's going to have waves there are crests and troughs to this thing um your peaks and your valleys so you know some days are going to be great days some days may not be so great but by not taking things personally don't even take the journey personally you'll Mm -hmm. get there when you get there you're right where you're supposed to be when Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be there and 
even down to, and when we say don't take things personally, everything. Because initially when I read this chapter, I was thinking only like things that we may label as negative or bad. But really, it's everything. It's the good things too. Um, Mm -hmm. Because remember, there's polarity to everything. So if you are heavily dependent upon people complimenting you, Mm-hmm. then that means that when people diss you, you're going to take it just as personal and as strong as you would if they had complimented you. And that's when you, they're, you're under their control. You're under their control, right? Because mm-hmm. now your mood is based upon what they're either doing or not doing. Mm-hmm. But when you don't take things personal, you're okay whether it exists or it doesn't exist. You're able to say, whether you do or whether you don't, I'm okay. Right. And it feels great, y'all. Let me tell Ooh. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bye. Bye. It yes. feels so good when you do not care. Mm-hmm. So then if you're dating, you go on this date, and y'all been dating for some time now, and, you know, you get to that place where you're trying to see who's going to say I love you first. See, you, it's, that, it's that kind of stuff right there that'll be leaving us with our feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Because if you've ever been that person that has said I love you and didn't hear it back, you are taking it personally. <laughs> you feel like <laughs> it's something wrong with you. But best believe, it don't have nothing to do with you. They have their reasons as to why they and, did not say it. Right, and you have your reasons sometimes. If you take it, if you take it personal, you want it to hear that person tell you exactly they love you so it was less about you letting them know that you love them uh and more about you just wanting somebody to tell you that they loved you right so (laughs) see how it kind of goes back to you and it's your issue exactly so when you're putting it out there it's still your issue it's still your issue because you're projecting you are manipulating the situation honestly to try to get something so you're giving to get Oh, which is a very Enneagram too. Y'all, I'm an Enneagram too. And that is a thing that is on the shadow side of Enneagram too, um, which is <laughs> that we tend to give to get. So mm-hmm. it's like, yes, we're the helper. We're going to volunteer to do things. We want to, hell, we want to do it for you because we think we know what's best for you. So, because the fear for the Enneagram too is, to not be loved. That's the fear. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when we're in an unhealthy place, we will go to the extremes to get that love. So even if it means saying, I love you, you may not even mean it, but you mm-hmm. can be saying it just because you need to hear it back. And guys, you shouldn't need to hear it. You shouldn't no. need anything from no. anyone. And I know that, you know, easier said than done it's easier said than done (laughs) and you know we've had the you know you everybody needs somebody yeah (laughs) Yeah. but um and so you don't want it to be codependent on someone like that because then you're gonna take everything personal yeah Mm -hmm. so all of that trust and dependency that you give to other people you need to give to yourself Mm mm-hmm you, you got to give it to yourself because then you you will no longer feel rejection and of us suffer 
from abandonment slash rejection issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a, I know it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it it is a lot. It is a lot. But work on it. Work on it. And I think for me personally, the best way for me to truly embody this agreement is to remind myself that there there's my perception my view which has my set of eyes my lenses Mm -hmm. and then the other person has their own Mm -hmm. and the things that are coming out of their mouth are are backed by the programming that they have in their mind so they're it's literally like a computer you can't get mad at your computer for only spitting out whatever was downloaded in right and enjoy our, our individuality it would be oh, boring if everyone was the, the same. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's about respect, too. You don't have to like it or agree with the people. Mm-hmm. But, again, you still communicate with them yeah. in the way that you would want to be communicated with and just yeah. respect them where they are. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So... Those are the first two agreements, y'all. Being impeccable with your word, watching the things that you are saying. Let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Take responsibility for the things that you speak. Mm-hmm. And use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that is going to build up instead of tearing down. And don't take things personal. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Under any mm-hmm. circumstance, okay, don't take right. things personal. And <clears throat> if you don't, you will be immune to the opinions and the actions of others, which is going to lessen some of the suffering that we bring upon ourselves because our view of ourselves is so heavily invested in the opinions and thoughts of others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Again, you guys, if you don't have this book, we definitely recommend it um, for personal growth and self-help. And he does a great job of defining and introducing new spiritual terms um, or terms that just come from his Toltec background. Um, If you're not familiar, he's great at breaking that down for you. I think this is a great beginner's book for people who are new to exploring of of um and new to going beyond mm-hmm. your beliefs and that's what we're here to encourage you to do um even if you have you know dabbled around in different faiths and different beliefs and you've thought about different things if you haven't come across this book check it out the four agreements by don miguel ruiz it's very affordable especially on amazon i think the book is somewhere between um seven and seven twelve dollars uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So definitely, definitely check it out. And next week, um, we are going to be recording the last two agreements, which is don't make assumptions and always do your best. So please make sure to stay tuned so that you can get the complete beyond your beliefs experience Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) with the four. Yes. 
Um, please be sure to like and subscribe, guys. Please share the podcast. If you know anybody that is new to their spiritual journey or you know people that are curious, they are spiritually curious and have questions and just need to be in a space where you feel comfortable exploring beliefs and thoughts and concepts and cultures and faiths, you are in the right place. So please invite others to this space. It is a non-judgmental safe space. Okay. We're always learning. We're always evolving. Check us out on Instagram. You can um, see us there at beyond underscore your underscore beliefs. And of course, shoot us a email if you have any topics or suggested topics. Um, that is go beyond your beliefs at gmail.com. All right, guys, thank you for sharing this space with us today. And we'll see y'all next time. All right, later. Bye.